I love rent to rent, but there's something about reinvesting in assets that you own that's the holy grail. Well, don't worry, I got you covered. On today's episode, I'm going to break down how you can turn rent to rent cash flow into BRRs. Plus, guys, put it in your diary. This Sunday, 8 p.m., I'm doing a masterclass in the Creative Cashflow Facebook group. I'll post a link below. I'm Simon. And a few years ago, I decided I wanted to make a change. I wanted to create a passive reoccurring income to support me and my family today and a legacy for the future. Fast forward two years and I've managed to generate over £10,000 worth of monthly passive income. I've set up the business, scaled the business and now I've systemized the business to free up my time. So join me to find out how I've done it, how others are doing it every day, and how you can do it too. I'm Simon and welcome to today's podcast. We're going to be talking about how to use your rent to rent cash flow to buy your first BRR or your next BRR, okay? And it's a topic that I don't hear enough of because I know a lot of you get into rent to rent but ultimately like the idea of owning property. But not many of you actually get there. And on today's podcast, I wanted to give an insight into what needs to happen in order for you to achieve that goal. Um, I'm going to share my experiences, show you how I've done it, and show you how you can do it too. If you're brand new to this podcast, we do this every single week. We talk all things property, creative cash flow, and of course, how to be financially independent today, not in 10, 15, 20, 25, 50 years. It's all about rent to rent 2.0 and that's multiple streams of income from properties you don't own reinvested into properties you do own for the long-term legacy. And I promise you this works everywhere and I promise you if you get educated and stay tuned and stay at it, you can completely transform your financial landscape and Um, If you're brand new to me, that's exactly what I've done. I started with just a few grand. I doubled my money, um, ended up getting a loan of 20 grand. I doubled that to 40 grand, paid the 20 back. And since then, I've just been going crazy, investing in tons of rent to rent deals, whether that be rent to HMO or rent to SA. We've drove that business to a million pound per year revenue, rent to rent empire. And then we reinvested that into BRRs and we're just about to complete on our seventh property purchase in just three years. Um, Hiring a team. I talk about this and I'm going to be talking about it more this year. It's the next level now, guys. You've been following me for the last couple of years, uh, maybe longer. um, And now it's the next level of evolution and growth. So I'm going to be talking about BRR a lot more. And I'm going to be talking about financial independence and how to scale your business. We've now got nine team members in the rent to rent business alone. And that's the way I've chose to reinvest the business's money because, guys, you've got to systemize. 
you've got to create an army that can you know, really, really scale your business. So that's a little insight into where we're going with this. But today, I want to cover what you need to do. How can you get to a point where you're going to have enough rent to rent cash flow to buy your first BRRRR? Okay. And there's five key tips that I've wrote down and I'm going to share with you. Number one is scale. If you want to get to a point where you've got excess cash that you can invest in an asset, you're going to have to scale. I'm not talking about a few rent-to-rents. I'm talking about a legitimate business, a machine that generates massive cash flow that allows you to hire um, and it allows you to reinvest your money into assets, okay? So you're going to need to scale. So if you want to do rent-to-rent with 5, 10, 15 grand, Yes, you will be able to create a lovely lifestyle for yourself and your family and create some short-term freedom. But if you want to take it to the next level, I'm afraid you're going to need to inject more capital to scale larger, okay? So at the moment, we are averaging around two to three rent-to-rent deals per month. My goal this year is to do around 30, 35 deals for myself. That's not to mention deals that I'm involved in and that I help others do and that, um, you know, I may um, JV or whatever. Like, this is just my deals here with my team. We're going to do around 30 to 35 deals this year. Now, my average deal generates around... £750 per month, okay? Some more, some less. So as you can see, for around 30 deals, we're talking about £22,500 of net income that is added to the top line. Because once you've got the systems in place, guys, it's easier to scale because you've got the things in place. So it's like, why wouldn't you scale? So that's the sort of level that, you know, that I'm aspiring to achieve but you know we've been doing a lot of deals over the last six to nine months um i've done two deals since the when did i start uh since the 10th of january i've done two deals okay so that's like what's that 10 17 it's like two and a bit weeks and that's just what's possible when you create the right pipeline so first things first you want to reinvest your rent to rent cash flow in assets, you're going to have to scale, which means you're going to need to inject capital, get systems, get educated and smash it. Number two, you're going to need multiple streams of income. Now, this is something that I don't often talk about, but I think it's time we did. In a rent to rent business, you have got your income from the rent to HMOs, You've got your income from your rent to SA. So that's the first layer, which is what we do in Rent to Rent 2.0. A lot of rent to rent um, experts, gurus and stuff talk about, you know, just rent to SA or just rent to HMO. I honestly think you need both in order to really smash it and cover your downside as well. Because if you've just got rent to HMO, your income's consistent, but it's not big lumps of cash. And if you've just got SA and, you know, COVID hits, you're in trouble, (laughs) should we say? Should we keep it clean and say that? So I like to do both because it covers my downside. But more importantly, it gives me 
consistent cash flow, but then big lumps of cash. And guess what? If you want to do BRR, you're going to need a big lump of cash. So getting four, five, 10, 15 grand lumps SA bookings will really fast track your ability to get your first BRR. But I didn't stop there. What I also have added now is an element of deal sourcing, not rent to rents, deal sourcing BRRs, so you can charge 3% of the purchase price on a BRR. So 200 grand, you know, you're charging um, £6,000 plus VAT or whatever for the sourcing fee. Then what you can do is you can manage the refurb for a percentage of the total spend. So if refurb costs 20 grand, you might manage the refurb for 20%, which means that's another four grand plus VAT. I say VAT because SA income is vatable and these other incomes I'm talking about are also vatable. Your rent to HMO residential income is not vatable, but we can talk about that more in another episode. If you're finding this valuable, all I ask is that you make sure you subscribe to this channel, head over to YouTube at Simon Smith Online, subscribe over there and make sure you join the Creative Cashflow Facebook group as well. Just search Creative Cashflow with Simon Smith, you'll find it. So if you're finding this useful, like content like this, join the community. So basically, yeah, in order for you to get to the next level, you could have your deal sourcing, then you could have your project management at 20%, and then you can hold on to the management and do that on a standard 10%, whatever, plus VAT basis. So what that means is, not only have you got the lumps of cash from your rent to SA, your recurring income from HMO, but it still relies on you filling properties, your BRR sourcing, which is big lumps of cash, and you can work once, get paid once, which isn't the best, but it's still good. It's a different type of income. And then lastly, you can do the refurb um, project management stuff, which is another great way of earning great money because you should have the teams anyway. So that's what I did. I've actually created multiple streams of income within my rent to rent business. Disclaimer, not mentoring, not coaching. I'm talking about strictly property business. And my property business at the moment is doing around a million pound of revenue every year. Okay. Rent to rent business. Um, that's that. Okay. I'm not talking about any mentoring. Obviously, I do offer mentoring, but that is not the lifeblood of my business. Um, disclaimer, I do that because I want to help and give back and because I can see how many people waste a lot of money on courses and don't get results. And I, I don't want you to be one of them. Okay, number three, you've got to save. You've got to find a way to save and funnel the cash into your uh, limited company or your personal name, depending on how you want to do it. Disclaimer, this is not financial advice. Um, I'm not a mortgage broker. I'm not an accountant and I can't give legal advice. These are just my opinions and experiences, but you've got to find a way to save the money. So I found a couple of different ways of doing this. The first one is paying yourself dividends and um, creating standing orders, direct debits, to your own ISA and just leaving it. Even if it's just £500, £200, £1,000 a month, just set up something and in a year's time, you'll be like, wow, there's 10 grand in there. Okay, don't touch it. Um, 
And in terms of how quickly you should be doing that, you should be doing that as quickly as you can. And if you can only do £25, do it because you're training your business to pay yourself. It's not a true business until you're paying yourself and ultimately paying other people. So that's just um, that's just an interesting concept. So yeah, you need to find a way to save. So you can pay yourself a dividend into your personal name and sort out the tax liability with your accountant. And then what you can also do is you can just have a separate business account for savings and every month you put money towards your BRR fund. Yeah, label the account BRR fund and take 100, 200, 500 pound a month into that account and forget about it. And notice how I said set up a separate account. So you will have your limited company bank account just set up a separate current account within that account and call it your BRR account. And just every month, 200, 500 pound direct debit over there, okay? Forget about it. Next, financial planning. So this basically means that in order to buy a house, um, BRR, you're gonna need to do financial planning. If you want to do it in your personal name, and let's say your rent-to-rent business is your only source of income now, you're going to need to get going with your self-assessment and show earnings. Now, you can do that as dividends. Uh, a lot of lenders do take dividends as income. Um, speak to your accountant and your broker, but that's that's the whole point I'm making. You don't leave it till when you're ready to do the BRR to get on top of your business because it might take you a year or two years to prepare and put things in place, i.e. showing a certain amount of personal income, um, i.e. setting up a special purpose vehicle to do your business purchases. And last but not least, I've put here separate special purpose vehicle, SPV. All that means is you do not want to be buying property in your rent to rent business why? Because lenders don't like trading businesses. They prefer businesses that just have assets because they are considered more safe. I think, don't quote me, but that would make sense. So no, I do not buy properties in my rent-to-rent business. I set up a separate business and that's the business that we buy property in, okay? Now, one extra thing I'll say here is company structure is key as well because what you can do is you can set up a group structure which basically means that rather than you having to take money out of your rent to rent business and get taxed on it you can actually transfer the money from one business to another into company loan in fact when you're in a group structure sometimes it's not even considered an inter-business loan but whatever you essentially are able to extract the cash to your special purpose vehicle business without getting taxed upon it. Which means if you say have a hundred grand and you was pulling it out, you might lose 20, 25% of that. And you'd only have 70 grand to invest, say. Guesstimate. If you used some accountancy hacks, you could actually spend the whole hundred thousand pound on your BRR. So that's a little hack there. Check with your accountant for the intricacies of the process but essentially that's what it is so 
Number one, scale. You're going to have to scale your big business, just to conclude, guys. Number two, you're going to want multiple streams of income. Don't be sat there doing rent to HMO, you know, expecting to miraculously be able to do a BRR anytime soon. You need to do rent to rent 2.0, which means multiple streams of income. Number three, you're going to need to save. It's not just the money you make, it's the money you save and reinvest. Number four, you're going to need to do an element of financial planning, okay, plan ahead of time. And number five, you're going to need a separate SPV and the correct company structure in order to be tax efficient in terms of your purchasing of this property. So quite a high level one today, guys. Let me know if you found it useful. Hit me up on Instagram at Simon Smith Online if you've got value from this podcast. Please subscribe. Head over to YouTube at SimonSmithOnline.com. And whatever you do, please, guys, whatever you do, don't wait 25 years. Get creative. Thanks for listening. For more information, check out simonsmithonline.com. See you next time.